you know, when you find the thing that you're here to do, I mean, yes, it's work, it's very worthy work, but it, it just comes so naturally that you're not really efforting so hard. You're not faking it. It's, it's real. It's real. It's an extension of your soul. Welcome back to the Balance Bowley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. Wow, everyone. I am so excited to be back with you for another episode of season 18. For those of you who are new to Balance Boldly, I am Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. Woo! Has this not been a ride of all rides over the last few weeks to say the least, or at this point, the last few months? I know many of you are over all of the hashtag new normal things that are going on in the world right now due to COVID-19 and the pandemic and just all the ways it's kind of reverberating through our lives, changing things and shifting. But I am bringing you someone today who can truly speak to the center of truth and reality of there is always a magical way to maneuver through life if you are focused and centered in your intuition. I am so grateful to bring to you this afternoon, Jenny Finnick. She has devoted her entire life to coaching corporate and entrepreneurial women who are in a transition and in need of direction, which I'm pretty sure that most of you can relate to right now. If you felt like you had it all together before, you're definitely questioning some things right now. And I have to say, you want to pay attention to Jenny today. She believes that there is magic in all of us. And at her retreats, she encourages her clients to let that magic guide them towards increasing confidence and their impact. Jenny has spent the first decade of her career in the corporate space as a public relations executive and event producer, elevating the visibility and message of the biggest brands and thought leaders in the world. She's the proud lead of the most trailblazing online community for transformational coaches, consultants, creatives, and wellness professionals working with the energy of their intuition, the moon, the seasons, and their collective of incredible women leaders. The author of Get Gutsy and a podcast host, Jenny Finnick was named a Silver Stevie Award winner for Coach of the Year, and I am so honored and grateful to have her with us today. Jenny Finnick, welcome to the Balance Bowley Podcast. How are you today? Oh, doing so well. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I love your energy, and I know we're going to have an incredible conversation. <laughs> yes, we are. And you know, I am honored that in the middle of all that is going on, you carved out this time for us. I would love for you to just share a little bit of, of what got you to this space of being so in tune with yourself and just understanding that there is a higher purpose and a way for us to take joy in even the most difficult moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful question. Well, as you were talking, the visual that came into my mind and the answer that came was my sister. My sister, uh, my sister died when she was 12 years old and I was 16. And she was my only sibling. And P.S. 10 years later, I learned that I had an older brother that I never knew I had. So life is very interesting and filled with twists and turns. But at that moment, 
you know, when the thing that is not supposed to happen or is never going to happen happens, you really become a, a, a student of life and a student of grief and change. And that death, that experience of, you know, having my sister really change form, because that's what has happened. I believe that, you know, the soul doesn't die. Um, that has taught me so much about taking every day as it comes, finding something to be grateful for. You know, even when we're going through hard stuff and right now, collectively, we're all going through a very, very challenging time, but we can find something to be grateful for. And I found for myself when I stopped uh, wishing that the form was what it used to be, you know, which is what we're kind of experiencing now where yeah. many of us wishing it was how it used to be. You know, like when I used to be able to do this and do this and hang out with these people and have this event. And so, you know, learning that about death and, and what happens to people when they die, I was able to develop a new experience and a new relationship with my sister. And I realized that the form had just changed. And so that's really been my approach to life is, is knowing that with change or transition, it's simply a shifting of the form. Mm -hmm. And when we can develop a new relationship with the new form, the new situation, then we can really alleviate that suffering and come into a place of equanimity and peace and faith that this is serving us in some way. And even when we're in something hard, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And it's really our responsibility as leaders to come into that place of joy and love and to talk out when we're, you know, having those hard times. This isn't about pretending that we're not struggling because that right. doesn't serve, right? It's to, to talk it out. And my husband have been doing a lot of that recently, <laughs> just really talking about our feelings more so than we ever have, you know, in, in a finite period of time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's just really what it is. It's, it's that we're here as humans, we're going to change, the situations are going to change, and when we cling so hard to the way it used to be, that's going to make us suffer, and we don't have to suffer, we can, uh, we can see the light is still here, and we can be those leaders of, of that change. Yeah, no, I, I totally resonate with that. And I agree with you on multiple levels, including that last point of how it's showing up in our relationships right now, right? Like if you are in a, a loving and long-term relationship, you can't deny that this situation that has occurred kind of around us that we don't necessarily have control over is making us take a look at what we do have control over, like communicating, <laughs> Mm -hmm. right and for many of us who have had challenges with that maybe we were overly um talkative in our relationships and did all the talking and other person couldn't get a word in or uh you know we're very mute in our relationships because we we felt you know from this space of people pleasing and validating that this was the best way to show up or the the way that would be the most appeasing whatever it is it's really exposing how we've been handling uh, ourselves inside of those relationships, because now we are surrounded by those people that we had a work buffer from for a really long time, right? Like work is a buffer for many couples and from, and for many mm -hmm. people just period from whatever else is going on in the background of their life, 
caregiving their elderly parents, you know, whatever the case is. And now it's not quite the same. You're not necessarily, unless you're an essential worker, going out and about um, and having that physical distance, talk about social distancing, but the physical distance buffer from it. Um, so I, I appreciate you being honest about how it's showing up in your relationship too. Like, look, we have to, we got to talk and we got to talk about mm-hmm. these feelings and, and look at them. Yeah. 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 It's been really powerful. I'm grateful that, and I say, I, I was saying to several people, clients, my husband, um, I have a wonderful therapist. I think it's important that we talk about these things because, um, let's be real. You can't, you can't get through life alone. Mm -hmm. Um, that this, this experience that we're in right now, it's going to do one of two things. You will either become closer to your partner or you will realize that you don't want to be together. That's right. That this is not the person that you want to be with. And those are wonderful things, honestly. Mm-hmm. They really are. I mean, even if it's the one where you really don't want to be together anymore, like that's that's a powerful piece of information because I believe that, you know, we are here for a short period of time in the grand scheme of things. To have a really strong partnership is a great gift. And I feel like that's one of the the magical pieces of this really challenging pandemic that we are finding ourselves in that we can become closer as a as a unit to our partner to our children and to ourselves yeah no i thousand percent agree with you um there's a running joke that we've all kind of been you know seeing all over social media with the memes like oh there's going to be some you know babies born in the next six you know six to nine months mm-hmm. and all that from the lock-in um and the reality is and china is in a test to this because once their lock-in uh, you know, doors kind of lifted, there were a lot of couples running to the divorce courts uh, to, yes. to file papers. And that mm-hmm. is, that's real talk. Like, you know, when you realize that the person that you, uh, you know, like and may, you know, clearly still love, you are no longer in love with them. And this mm-hmm. moment of clarity that we were all forced to sit and at least be present to, even if we refuse to have the the clarifying conversations with ourselves, but we were forced to, to be in the room with that clarity opportunity has shown us um, is very priceless to say the least, because you, you get the opportunity to make a decision for what do you want to do next? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's move towards living your truth and whatever that is. So you can now feel more aligned and in balance by creating your new boundaries for yourself and what's non-negotiable for you. Um, and, you know, you and I are talking about marital relationships right now, but I mean, that applies to every relationship, including mm-hmm. where you are in the world with work. And I know that you do a lot of work with, um, you know, women, and I'm assuming a few brave men that might show up and receive that um, as well. So I'm curious about how you decided to kind of move through your own experiences as a survivor, because that's exactly what you were, um, mm-hmm. who you are to this place of being able to thrive at a new level with being able to be filled up enough yourself, Jenny, where you can actually mm-hmm. have overflow to give to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was always that person who really loved work. <laughs> and when <laughs> I was in school, I loved school. I, I liked feeling useful. Yeah. And I was smart. 
And I enjoyed the challenge of learning and figuring things out because that's basically what business is. You're figuring things out it's like a giant puzzle. It's just this, this situation that you're figuring out. And I knew I wanted to have a career that really lit me up um, in college. You know, there was not in our generation, but in former generations, I remember it was like there was that time that women went to school to get their, you know, MRS. And that was not ever me, you know, I'm like, I am going to have a career. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to really make my own way. And uh, I really followed that. And I just kind of followed my interests. I followed what I was good at. And I made my way to New York City, you know, working in that career that you mentioned in the intro. And, you know, I was there during a major crisis. Right now Mm. we're in a major crisis. We're in a health crisis. Um, I was in New York City very, very new into my career in September of 2001 mm-hmm. when those planes hit the World Trade Center. And I remember distinctly, and I know that this is happening for people now, and you, you alluded to that when that happened. I was very grateful to work at the company that I did. It was a wonderful public relations agency. We did a lot of crisis communications, and they did an incredible job of managing the crisis as a company, you know, for the employees. So I felt very safe there and I felt, you know, held and we were able to really grieve and move through it and help our clients navigate this very tricky terrain. And yet on the other side of it, once we kind of moved through and there was, you know, various layoffs and things like that, because the economy shifted, it's shifting now, right? Um, And I remember seeing, you know, my managers or my colleagues getting laid off and they were incredible and it had nothing to do with their talent and that was kind of the first time again I was like maybe 23 years old um going whoa you can lose your job and be really good at your job that the the two have nothing to do with each other Mm -hmm. and it was like a huge wake-up call for me and I wanted to I wanted to find a, a career that felt safe if there was a thing and that I loved doing. And so I, I kept navigating. And so that was that trauma kind of reactivated the trauma from when I was younger, having lost my sister and a best friend around that time as well. And I just said, you know, I've got to do the thing that I'm here to, that I came here to do. And this isn't it, you know, this kind of got me in the door. This got me some great experience, but this isn't it. Like if I, if this were to be my last day, is this what I want to be doing? Right. It's not. It's not, and I can't ignore that anymore. I really can't ignore that. And so I just went on a ride uh, of figuring it out, you know, of finding it. And that ride led me to really deepen my my yoga practice. I mean, mm-hmm. yoga really was the catalyst for me to be doing what I'm doing now. And it was through a, my decision to sign up for a yoga teacher training, which was kind of random because I was working in this very intense career, six figure earner. And I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to sign up for a yoga teacher training. I don't know where (laughs) I'm going to go with that, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And so that was me listening to my intuition. And that then led me to quit my job without another job lined up. I didn't know I was going to start a business as a coach. I wasn't even on Facebook yet. Like it was all, it was a very different time. And then I discovered the field of coaching and I said, oh my goodness, this is what I've been doing my whole life. I didn't know it was a, a thing. Like right. I didn't know it had a name. Wow. And so that, that led me to sign up for a coach training. And 
And it was, you know, when you found the thing that you're here to do, I mean, yes, it's work. It's very worthy work, but it, it just comes so naturally mm-hmm. that you're not really efforting so hard. You're not faking it. It's, it's real. It's real. It's an extension of your soul. And so that's just what I've been doing ever since. Like once I just, just, I committed to listening to my intuition and trusting myself and knowing that with my life and with this gift of every day waking up and being alive with more breath to breathe and more people to help, I'm going to do the work that I'm really here to do and not the other stuff that might, you know, that might come quote easy to me or people want me to do, but I don't want to do. I'm going to do the thing that I came here to do. And I'm just a big advocate and and fan of taking exquisite care of myself. And, you know, before we had our call today, I I have a Peloton. I was on my Peloton. (laughs) I'm, you know, pedaling away. I'm working with my kids on their stuff. I'm connecting with my husband. I'm eating well. And, you know, I've got client calls later today. I'll love up my clients. And it's really just that commitment to love my people, love them, guide them, hold space for them be a leader especially during this time I've been really sitting in what does that look like what does that feel like and knowing that we can give and this was a huge breakthrough for me we can give from a place of that overflow and that we need to balance and your name of your show right (laughs) fully we need to balance our desire to help our community with our commitment to care for ourselves and our family Yes. And that right there, I had to really check myself because when this was all going down with this pandemic and you're like, oh, you know, it almost felt like dominoes, you know, it was like, whoa, you know, it just every day kind of got more intense. You want to help, right? I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at my old patterns and some of those old patterns are rooted in codependency yes. and you know other things where I realized, wait a second. Yes, I'm here to help, but I... I'm going to remember what my priorities are. And it doesn't actually help anyone for me to overgive and then hurt myself or not be there for my family. And so I offer that up for the the listeners to really, really feel into, Um, especially you want to have these wonderful relationships. We cannot, you know, rock it out in our work and then have nothing left for the relationship. The relationship dries up and gosh, if this time isn't, exposing to you or reminding you the power of a relationship and the power of your home and having a really sacred cozy sanctuary then I don't know what will yes listen you are preaching Mm -hmm. (laughs) a thousand percent correct on so many levels so I have to ask you um with all that you do, and obviously you are exercising, you are eating high energy foods, you are taking care of your body, you're clearly taking care of your family, who I know you you also homeschool your kids. So, you know, mm-hmm. some some is, is normal for you of what other people would consider chaos, but it's, it's normal mm-hmm. for you uh, because you have system in, systems in place. But how are you giving yourself permission to pause when you are just at the end of a very full day? I deepen into my faith and I remember that there is power in the pause. Mm -hmm. There is power in the pause. I remember when I moved to the Berkshires, I live in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts. I lived in New York city for a lot of years. So I met my husband, which where my first child was born. And when we moved from New York to 
the Berkshires, which is about two hours away from New York. Um, I loved my New York experience, but I knew it was time to go. I, I was complete. And yet there was this, this intense changing of the pace <laughs> once I got here. <laughs> and there was this great art studio, um, kind of a gallery in, in a little village next to mine. And there's this sign that hangs outside of the, the gallery that said on one side, one side of the sign, it says, it's okay to pause. Mm. It's okay to pause. Do you know how many people have a hard time pausing? They think there's something wrong with them mm-hmm. or they're not, you know, as hardcore as they need to be, or that if they pause, they'll never be able to start up again. Mm-hmm. And so I know that there's power in the pause. I know that the most successful people get this and for me the key has been meditation and living a very mindful life when my kind of old mo my old habit is to just want to keep me you know locked in and plugged in and online and you know comparing and despairing and you know all the things going down the rabbit hole of this thing or that i allow myself to bring in a pattern interrupt And that's what many people need to remember, these pattern interrupts. You need to protect yourself from yourself because we are the ones who are causing the problems, okay? Uh, We could say, well, it's because this pandemic's going on or this thing is happening. I mean, after the pandemic is over, there'll be something else, Mm -hmm. okay? Hopefully it won't be this extreme. (laughs) (laughs) This is an extreme version. Let's just, you know, when we get through, like, let's just chill a bit. But there'll be something else. There'll be some other thing. Mm -hmm. And you want to look at your own patterns. And so this right now is a wonderful opportunity for you to look at your own patterns. And whatever was happening before, this has just amplified it. And so if you have had a hard time pushing that pause button, it's just going to get even more intense now because you're almost being forced to pause. But that doesn't mean that some of your old unhealthy habits have been put on pause unless you do that unless you intentionally do that. So for me, the key has been meditation. Absolutely. Just to, and and it doesn't, y'all don't have to sit if you don't want to, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's kind of the classic way to meditate, but I have a dog. You might've heard her barking earlier. She's now asleep on my couch and I got to get her outside every day. And so this morning, just taking her out and right when we walked out of our front door, these wonderful big birds were flying around, you know, eagles and they're, wings are out wide and and they're making their sounds their cause and it was just so cool to be in that nature and to remember that we're these little finite specks you know as Mm -hmm. humans we can cause a lot of damage and a lot of chaos (laughs) (laughs) but gosh when we can come into that place of just being in nature and observing the trees and the light and the animals and nature pauses so why can't we Absolutely. You listen, there is a running theme that has been going on between the collective of people that are on the same wavelength. And you are definitely on the same wavelength as I am. Uh, There's a mindfulness expert named Chantel Fitzgerald, who um, we walk in similar circles, and she's always talking about the power of the pause as well. Um, And the fact that you mentioned that as well as another woman that I'm just 
in the synergetic space that I know you need to meet um, named Mia Hewitt that I was interviewing mm-hmm. earlier today. She said the same thing. I swear, if you guys had listened to each mm-hmm. other, you would have thought you like took each other's scripts. Like that's how similar, mm-hmm. but that's that collective wavelength of, of centered spirit that understands to be grounded is to be connected to the collective, right? And like being aware of your power and the pause that can happen when you slow down so that you can speed up and really be in tuned with who you are and what your purpose to do. Sometimes it does take a disaster like 9-11 mm-hmm. to, you know, to make you show up fully in the world and say, this is not how I want the end of my story to be written. Mm-hmm. Um, I honor you for that. That was so amazing. And so brave of you to share that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. So how can people connect with you and, you know, get more of Jenny? Yeah, sure. Well, my main headquarters is my name, jennyfenick.com. I'd love to offer your listeners a gift, a free gift to help them reclaim their time yes all right so right now (laughs) even if you're listening to this way after it you know goes live and we're through this pandemic but we have this gift of time every single day we wake up okay here you go 24 more hours and for many people they just squander that or Mm -hmm. they are set in this old way of showing up a way that was taught to them by people in power kind of what society said you had to do in order to quote be successful or to have been working, you know, full time. My background was, you know, Monday through Friday from nine to whenever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rarely five. Uh, So I had to deconstruct that for myself once I went into business for myself. And that is a a great gift that I have figured out that I now teach people to wrap their heads around. And so I have this wonderful tool. It's called reclaim your time template and you all can go and grab it. I will teach you some concepts on how to batch your tasks, chunk your time. And you are going to be needing that, especially now, because for many of you, your kids are home. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get things accomplished in less time. Okay. And I feel like it is so important whether this is going on or not, you know, current global affairs have, have shifted, that we are present for our people. Yeah. And you've got to be so intelligent with your usage of time and not getting pulled into other people's priorities or other people's, you know, lack of preparation that then throws you curveballs. So that's why I created this Reclaim Your Time template. You can go to jennyfennig.com slash schedule and get your free copy. I love that. And thank you for that gift. So I'm definitely going to encourage everyone to go pick that up. We all need to reclaim our time because it's really easy to get sucked into this vortex of all the challenges with the changes and the things that you just weren't prepared for. So I will make sure I include that at the base of the the show notes. So for all of you who might have actually been multitasking in your homes or wherever you were in the world when you were listening to all these seeds of invested time and energy and, and nuggets of truth that Jenny Fennick shared with you, it will be below in the show notes so that you can grab it at any time and make sure you do that. Jenny, I thank you and honor you for carving out this space away from your clients and your family and your Pelotonic (laughs) to to be with us today. We are grateful. Oh, it has been my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. 
Balance Bowly listeners, thank you as well as always for showing up and showing out with us. I hope that you take these seeds, the, the ones that feel good to you, plant them in your own life, your business, your love, everywhere that it is necessary for you to see the fruits of all these great things that you are receiving when others invest in you. And that's what Jenny did today. She invested her time to invest in you. So I hope that you take the seeds that you need and plant them deeply for your whole entire life. Of course, if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share to help us ensure the other ambitiously bold and brave people out there have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. You can connect with me at Ask Nikita on all your favorite platforms, Uh, but to continue the conversation, you definitely want to be on Facebook because we have a private group named after the new book, Selfish. Uh, But the group is Selfish, Get More of What You Want, and the book is Selfish. What else would it be but what Jenny and I were just talking about, permission to pause, live, love, and laugh your way to joy, which you can get anywhere books are sold. I look forward to talking to you again next week, but in the interim, go create your balance and create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. 